Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. We are now in season five of The Brand Called You, starting today with over 2,000 videos which are viewed and heard around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome an accomplished entrepreneur from Irvine, California, USA, Sona Shah. Sona, welcome to the show. Thank you. It is such a privilege to be here. Thank you. Sona is the Chief Executive Officer and founder of My Private Professor. She serves on several nonprofit boards, and Sona has been recognized and felicitated several times. So, Sona, from a lawyer to an entrepreneur, tell me about your own journey in brief. Sure. Well, thank you again for the opportunity. Um, after college, I went to UC Berkeley for law school, and I practiced business litigation for about six years. And while I really enjoyed what I learned and worked with some really wonderful people, when it was time for me to start a family, I realized if I'm going to spend over 60 hours a week working, I might as well do something that's really purposeful and driven. Mm. And so I left the legal profession okay. and I basically went back to doing something that I loved since I was a child, which was tutoring. Mm -hmm. And tutoring is something that I used to do since fifth grade, all through middle school, high school, college and beyond. So it was just something that gives me a lot of joy. Mm -hmm. And so I started going back to the basics. I started tutoring in cafes, mm -hmm. um, Starbucks or Panera, helping students um, slowly but surely Word of mouth grew. I increased the number of subjects that I started to help with. And at some point I realized, you know, I'm going to start creating this into something that is going to be more sustainable as a mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was very grateful to serve on a number of really wonderful nonprofit boards mm -hmm. that support families and children in need. And it wasn't lost on me that one of the best ways to support these students mm -hmm. um, or families is to provide them with access to education. That's through scholarships, through tutoring, through some metric that mm -hmm. has to do with education. Right. And so here I am running this tutoring company where I'm getting paid to be able to provide services to those that could afford it. Mm -hmm. And I'm volunteering at these nonprofits. And here I am trying to find ways to channel funding for them to get the resources. And mm. I realized, why don't I just make this part of the business model from the get-go, where mm. the end goal is to be able to provide as much access mm. for students. Um, and that's where my private professor was born. Oh, how wonderful. Amazing work that you're doing. And thank you for you know, providing such amazing knowledge to so many people. So Sona, let's talk about my private professor. You told me that you love tutoring and therefore you started uh, to keep adding subjects. Tell me more about my private professor and what are some of the areas you uh, provide tuition in? Absolutely. So my private professor is an impact-driven educational services company. Mm -hmm. And what our goal is, as I mentioned, is to make sure that all students can get access to the resources that they need to mm -hmm. succeed. And the way we do that is through online one-on-one -on -one tutoring in virtually every subject, K through 12, test prep, grad school, um, adult language learners, um, 
anything you can think of under the sun. Mm -hmm. um, we work that way. Um, and then we give back with every hour to be able to provide free tutoring with mm -hmm. the same tutors that I have on my team right. to help students in underserved communities, students experiencing homelessness. Mm -hmm. So our bottom line is impact. And that's how we govern everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And we're really fortunate because we started off working with individuals and families. And then over time, we expanded to work and partner with wonderful companies, mm -hmm. businesses that wanted to provide tutoring as a benefit to their employees and their families. Mm -hmm. We work with benefits providers. We work with schools. So we're across the board doing a lot of um, trying to find different avenues through which we can make sure that access is given. Mm -hmm. And then we've partnered with some really wonderful nonprofits. And by working with them, we're able to ensure that students that really could use this extra resource can get it. Mm, oh, wonderful. You also say that you build sustainable impact through innovation and collaboration with good people. Uh, please explain this and give me an example. Absolutely. So at My Private Professor, or we call it MPP, we're always evolving to best meet the changing needs of our thousands of students mm -hmm. that we work with. And again, our goal is access. So what we've done is leverage the relationships that are in the community to make sure that we can get as many students the help that they otherwise would not be able to get. Mm -hmm. So on the demand side, for example, we saw that with COVID, a lot of schools were closed across the board here in the mm -hmm. United States. Um, students were really struggling. And parents are working at companies and now they're working from home trying to make sure that they could at the same time be the teacher for their students. Mm -hmm. And so we saw that need and ended up partnering with companies, as I mentioned, to make sure that they could get that extra support for their students. Mm -hmm. um, for some examples, we work with companies like Southwest Airlines Emmis International, One Digital, uh, Chug Firm, United Auto Credit. Um, and they are able to really get the benefit to their employees to feel like they've been seen, to feel like they're getting the support that they need. Mm -hmm. um, on the give back side, we are really fortunate to be able to work with some incredible nonprofits such mm -hmm. as South Asian Helpline and Referral Agency or Sahara mm -hmm. and Illumination Foundation and Boys and Girls Club. And what we do through them is we work with their caseworkers, work with their parents and ensure that the students that are in the emergency shelters, in mm -hmm. the transitional living homes, mm -hmm. those that really need it are getting the free tutoring. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of being creative with the circumstances and finding innovative ways to work together. We have a tutor sponsorship model and What's been really warming my heart is that there's individuals and companies that have been joining forces with us to match the free tutoring that we can provide to these students. So it really does feel like it's a collective that we're working together to solve an issue that is really important. Amazing. Thank you. And, you know, now coming to you as an entrepreneur, you know, you uh, mentioned that when you decided to leave the legal profession, you started tutoring out of Starbucks and Panera and others. Today, it's a, it's a major organization. What have been some of your challenges and some of your learnings as you have scaled up? No, that's a really great question. I think that for some of the challenges, one of them was just changing the format of how we tutor to embrace the shift to online learning that mm -hmm. happened through COVID. COVID definitely accelerated the 
acceptance of students at any age level, including kindergarten, first grade, all the way up to mm. really take advantage of an opportunity through online and remote learning. Mm. And we had to shift because we were originally, most of what we did was in person. So we used to have tutors go right in person to a student, student's home and help them. And when COVID hit, as you can imagine, it turned everything upside down. Mm. But we really looked at how can we best help our students? And what we found was that if we could shift to an online model mm. and get tutors from the best schools from across the country right. so that we had tutors in every single zip code and every single time zone, mm. we can really support students in a way that's safe for them, mm -hmm. it's convenient for them, and it can help them in a level that they may not have had before. Mm. And I feel like that's something that really does speak to moving towards educational equity, because instead of being worried about I'd like a tutor in mathematics or AP chemistry, but there's no one in the geographic radius that's going to be able to help me. You can get the best of the best. So you can get tutors from Berkeley. You can get tutors from NYU, Columbia at the touch of your screen. Right. And you can do it at a more affordable rate because there's no travel. So that was one of the issues that we saw that was a challenge that we tried to embrace. Um, another one was just shifting the model from working with individual students and families mm -hmm. to working on an institutional level with companies. Mm -hmm. And the big change for that was just trying to make sure we meet the needs continuously with the students, but also to make sure we're making it easy for the companies. These companies are running massive organizations or they're mom and pop shops. So mm -hmm. we have people we work with, companies that we work with that are from you know, 100 employees to in the tens of thousands of employees. Mm -hmm. And the last thing they need is to have to micromanage a project, like making sure their employees are getting the tutoring, it's getting utilized, they have the right utilization rate. So one of the things that we had to do is really build on the back end to make this a turnkey structure mm -hmm. so that we could help from all steps, from the launch to the interest survey, to gauge demand, to the admin 24 seven to help. So that was something that we were really having to embrace. So it was a challenge, but it was something that um, I think it made us stronger. Mm. And I would say the last point on challenges that we've had was working with the students in this vulnerable population mm. where they are living in homeless shelters is something that we wanted to do right by them. They are already going through so many challenges and then to have an interaction with a tutor that is online is something that we wanted to make sure that they felt they were respected, they were heard. Mm -hmm. So we had one of the nonprofits we work with had put us through a trauma-informed care training. We make sure we take time to let the students select the tutors that they want. So this is something that's a feature for all of our mm -hmm. clients, but mm -hmm. it really helps them in particular because there's something about them being empowered to choose who they want to work with, who they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And then we change the way the format is for some of these sessions to build in more time for rapport, to make them feel safe, to make them feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So, and we work with caseworkers as well as their parents to make sure they're really getting all of the comprehensive support that they need. Mm -hmm. Again, it takes up extra time, but it's to me, it's the right way to do this. Mm -hmm. If you're going to support them, we need to make sure we give them the mm -hmm. full support across the board so they can thrive. Amazing. And based on your own experience, uh, what are some of the changing needs of students across the country? Changing needs. I think that's 
An interesting question because right now there's so many things that are happening. I would say one, the changing needs is there is really a disparity that continues to grow mm -hmm. when we look at those that are able to afford these extra resources like tutoring, um, private counselors, and you know, able to even just pay for their college admissions, mm. like the applications. Um, growing up, I wasn't able to afford some of this. And to see there's such a have-not and a chasm between that and those that don't. Mm. And so that's part of what we're trying to solve is to provide a sliding scale. So if you're not able to afford the tutoring rates that we have, which mm. we try to make as affordable as possible, mm. so we could pair tutors fairly, we adjust it. Or there's grants, there's different opportunities where you can get tutoring for free. Mm. I think that's something that I feel has really been a changing need. And the second one that I've shared already is just in the pandemic and how it's accelerated the ability for students to learn in the comfort of their own home and mm. really demand exceptional tutoring, exceptional support from anywhere okay. um, at the time they need it, wherever they need it. So I think that's something that's really shifted. Fascinating. My next question to you is that, you know, there is always a, a relationship that evolves between a student and their tutor. How do you determine the right kind of relationship and how do you assess that relationship going as you as the as the tutor starts to tutor the student? Yeah, I think that's a that's really gets to the heart of the what is the relationship like and how do we make sure that it's going as well as we hope it to be going? Mm. I would say that the way we assess the rapport and how it is, is again, we have our students pick the tutors they want to work with. Mm -hmm. And what I'll share with you is most of the times we have tutors from all over the best schools in the country. So mm. you're going to get the tutor with the expertise and the experience to teach that subject. But what we find is that students gravitate towards the ones that share like a hobby with them, that share some uh, affinity for sports or something because it's that connection. And so I feel like that's something that um, we can see as a metric for how often are they continue to want to work with us. So mm -hmm. having one session is great, but when I see them sign up for another session and another session, we can tell that there's something there that is they've created a bond, an academic right. mentorship, if you will. Right. And we start off on the, when you talk about progress, anytime a student joins MPP and wants to work with us, mm -hmm. we have an intake form. We ask them, how are they doing? Not mm -hmm. only on grades and scores, but how are they feeling confidence-wise in the material? Mm -hmm. How are they doing with their study habits? And then we measure these every three months to kind of make sure, are we on the right track? Mm -hmm. But the best are the impromptu answers we get. We get testimonials. We get the parents telling us. Our admin team checks in after oh, every first couple of sessions and then thereafter every month to see how it, how is everyone doing? Mm -hmm. And what we love hearing is they were getting a D and they're getting a B or they were getting an A and now they're really ahead and they need that for the next class. Mm -hmm. Great response. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my next question to you is on, on technology, Sona. And, you know, technology has really changed education all over the world. Yeah. How are you using technology uh, to improve uh, MPP and to benefit your students and teachers? Yeah, I think um, technology is really just continuing to move forward, whether you're ready to embrace it or not. 
And I do think that that's something that we've been able to pivot and shift with the time to evolve to make sure we best meet the needs. Mm -hmm. So again, going from in-person tutoring to shift to an online model, to realizing that we really want to make sure that we're as transparent as possible. So on our website, we have a platform through which you can basically see all of our tutors. Mm -hmm. There's no you know, pay for a session and then we'll let you know who the tutor is. We try to keep it upfront. If you want to work with us, you should know who you're going to get. You should mm. be able to select it. So we have a platform that's that has the technology built in to enable people to be able to choose who they want to work with, book when they need to. That's something that's been really wonderful. And mm. um, I would share also that with technology and online learning, we are able to really harness the the skill set that's from the top tutors really across the country. And so it used to be, again, in one place, you have a brick and mortar school. This is where you're going to learn. And now mm. there's no limits. But some of the companies we work with are international and we're starting to expand because as long as, as you can see, a time difference, the time zone is only the limiting factor. And right. if you can get around that, there's so much that you can really, like the wealth of knowledge that you could tap into. Right. Um, I also think one of the things that's such a hot topic right now is like chat GPT. Mm -hmm. And what I would share about that is I'm noticing what they're doing at schools. And I'm very curious because you're hearing about a range of responses to it. Some schools are banning it and they're not allowing their students to use it. We mm. know some students that just to ensure they're not using ChatGPT to answer their English essays, they have to handwrite everything with blank sheets of paper in class mm. to make sure that it's it's never been used. Mm. And I think I can understand how it's threatening to schools and teachers because it changes things, but at the end of the day, it's a tool. It's a tool that's really gonna revolutionize so much learning and it's not, as they always say, it's not, you know, chat GPT that's going to take your job. It's the individual that really knows how to harness that and use okay. it to supplement the talent they have, right? So the sooner that the schools are able to use it, teach our students how to work with it and use it to enrich their learning process, I think it's really going to make a huge difference. Right. I, I will share. Yeah. Go ahead, please. Yeah, and I, will, I will share, though, that I think that with respect to tutoring, mm -hmm. when you're talking about live interactions like we have, mm -hmm. I do think it's not going to make live tutoring obsolete. Mm -hmm. And the reason is I feel like what we've built at my private professor and a lot of other companies is the relationship, the connection. So if mm -hmm. you're a student and you're struggling, I can read the cues and notice that, oh, he's he's hesitating. He's not sure. Let me try to help him. Let me go about, let me ask the question in multiple ways versus mm -hmm. please, you need to make sure you write the right prompt to get the right answer. Right. And the nuances of making sure someone feels okay and making sure that they can build their confidence. Mm -hmm. I feel with that, we will find the right way to leverage it, but it will not make tutoring online with a live person um, obsolete. Absolutely. Well said. So I have time for two more questions for you. Um, I want to ask now move to some of your work that you're doing in the area of philanthropy. Yeah. And I know you sit on several nonprofit boards. Tell me about some of these and what are you doing there? Absolutely. So I was appreciative of the chance to share a little bit about what we do at my private professor yeah. and working with some of these wonderful companies. Um, personally, I am the founder of 
Inspire Philanthropy Fund. Mm -hmm. What we do is we give back to support educational nonprofits. One of my favorite um, initiatives that we're doing recently is to support teachers with grants in the county, because mm -hmm. if you can arm teachers with extra funding, the sky's the limit when they think of something really amazing that mm -hmm. they could really implement and enrich the lives of their students. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I feel very passionately about. Mm -hmm. um, I am grateful to serve as president of our Schools Foundation. It's called Tustin Public Schools Foundation. Um, I've been a board member for a number of years, and our goal is just to make sure that we are able to provide you know, all the resources needed to help all students thrive. Mm. Um, you're going to start to hear a theme because it's all similar. Um, I'm on the board of Orangewood Foundation, which I've been a volunteer for over a decade and a half. And they do such great work to support all students in our community, mm. um, which has been really wonderful. So I think, and before this, I used to serve as a on the board as vice president of the South Asian Helpline and Referral Agency mm. that supports um, victims and families of all forms of abuse in the South Asian community and beyond. So mm. I feel strongly about that as well. So it's really been a wonderful uh, opportunity for me to give back and to be able to help so many different causes that I feel are really resonated with me. And I feel like it'll help so many students and so many people in the community. Mm. How wonderful. And you clearly have a very packed week every week, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Sona, my last question to you, and this is for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation. What would you say are three lessons you would want a lot of our young viewers and listeners to take away when it comes to the kind of work that my, my private professor is doing in the area of tutoring? That's a really interesting question because... Well, I'll start. I think the first lesson I would share is mm. to really lead with your why. Mm. I know Simon Sinek has made that very famous about find it. And oh. I feel like when you're in alignment with your purpose and what it is that wakes you up every day and why yeah. you want to do what you do, the how and the what end up following it. I mean, I went from working over 60 hours a week as a lawyer to working over 60 hours a week as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. And the difference is I wake up every morning feeling grateful and blessed that I'm doing something one student at a time to make sure that I can improve their life. And I feel like when you lead that way with a why that resonates with you, I feel like it makes it all worth it. Mm. It's easier for you to build that into your culture at the company. Mm. Fantastic. And on that note, and this amazing lesson that you've said, lead with your why, align with your purpose, is just so important. Thank you, Sona, for speaking to me about your own journey. Thank you for speaking to me about all the great work you're doing at My Private Professor. You know, I think I learned some very interesting things that you're doing, bringing students and some of the top professors and teachers from around the world uh, onto MPP. Thank you also for speaking to me about the work that you're doing in the area of philanthropy. Thank, Thank you for you speaking so to much. me and good luck. Thank you so much. It was such a privilege and so fun. I really appreciate the great work you're doing and thank you for having me. What a wonderful opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in 
to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.